Satan Foundations tailgating and the rearing to go Yeah, when kneeling gets to rocking, it's a hell of a show Hello everybody, welcome to episode 26 of the Vols Deep Podcast. Tennessee Volunteers are now 7-3 and three with a horrible, embarrassing, pathetic loss to the Missouri Tigers. Uh, we'll get more into this as we go, but initial thoughts on Tennessee's performance Saturday versus uh, the Fighting Drinkwitz Tigers. It was about as ugly as uh, kissing your sister and the pet pig at the same time. It was just, uh, it wasn't pretty. No sugar coating it. It was just downright embarrassing, Luke. Very embarrassing. Um, how you feeling about going into Georgia? Um, not the best, but ha- have you ever seen you know that little thing? It's like a little gleaming of hope and light. There's a little bit of there for me, just because of with the, it being a big time rivalry game in Neyland. You can throw out everything, but I just don't know. Just don't know about it. We'll, we'll talk more about it. You know, I'm, I'm not feeling as good as well. I certainly did last week. Uh, uh, the team hasn't proven that, that anything to me the last, I don't know. It's just it's, it's frustrating. Dolly's going to be there, so, you know, uh, 101,000 people. I hope hope we still show out and be loud for our team, uh, support them, and, and they're going to need us because uh, they need all the help they can get right now. Maybe Dolly. And you might bump into her, even though she might be four <clears throat> sections over from you. I don't know. Dolly. <laughs> I don't know. Dolly's going to have to work from nine to seven thirty Saturday. I don't nine to five is not going to cut it because five o'clock is only halftime. We need we need till seven thirty. We need some Dolly magic, that's for sure. I'm not very optimistic about it yet. Usually around Wednesday is when I start getting getting the hope. You was one last week that said even if we lose to Missouri, you still think we beat Georgia. Yeah, but Uh, (laughs) you said it too, though. The game happened. But the game happened, and I did not think all we would do is put up seven points on Missouri. Oh, no. And yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, as always, coming to you live tonight from the Vol Cave. Got Spur, got the Spank. We don't have Corbin tonight. Missing you, Corbin. He took the belt with him. He did take the belt. So yeah, we'll just fight over whatever, Spanky. Yeah. Uh, live on Facebook and YouTube. Share this out for us. Give us some likes if you don't care. Thank you all for listening. Um, thank you for your support. For those that uh, can't watch this entire show tonight, it will be uploaded on all podcast platforms after it airs live. Uh, we've got a ton to talk about regarding Tennessee football. Uh, we'll also hit some Tennessee basketball, men and women. Um, everything you need to know regarding Tennessee athletics, we'll talk about it tonight. Um, we're going to grade position groups from Tennessee's last <laughs> performance. <laughs> Do we we're call gonna... it a performance? No. Yeah, they try. I guess. Uh, we're going to go over General Neyland's game maxims. Did Tennessee cover all Neyland's maxims versus Missouri? Um, we're going to preview this week's matchup versus the number one Georgia Bulldogs. We'll give you all the information you need regarding that game. Um, we'll have our keys of the game. We have this week's predictions coming up. Spur, who won last week's prediction giveaway? Oh, good old Premier Excavations owner himself, Travis Duncan, went. Nine and one. The only game he missed was a Tennessee game. Nine and one. Travis Duncan. I need to get with you anyway, Travis. Travis. Hint, hint. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get you that gift card and the and what you won. Um, what, also have another giveaway tonight. Spur will get more into that on how to enter for that gift card, baseball cards, football cards, and decals. So stick around for details on that giveaway. 
Speaking of predictions, the current football pick'em standings go as follows. I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> it was bad. In first place, we still have Corbin by one game. I'm catching you, Corbin. Uh, Corbin went six and four last week, bringing his overall record to seventy-four and thirty-eight. I'm in second place, going seven and three, with an overall record of seventy-three thirty-nine. In third place, we still have Spur, but he went five and five last week. Um, overall record seventy-one and forty-one. And Spanky's in last. Uh, he's right there, though. He went six and four last week. His overall record. Is seventy and forty two. So I'm close. I'm getting there. That means I have to draw the daggum <laughs> cup, doesn't it? Yep. So Spire's gonna have to dip into the cup of misfortune tonight. Uh, we'll see what his punishment is for losing the weekly pick'em. He can either uh, do the punishment or he can donate twenty five dollars to charity. Uh, nothing much could be worse than sitting in a stadium in Missouri last weekend. So That could <laughs> be one on. of the punishments. You have to watch the game back. Oh, gosh. No, don't make me do that. Yeah, I've already already done the other night. I woke up, and um, it actually just automatically played for me, so that was yeah, fun. There you go. But we'll explain to you how to enter the, the giveaway later in the show with, <clears throat> so you can win some cool prizes. We have start bench cut. We have Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. And, of course, we have the duel. Um who will win the championship belt that's not here tonight? Uh, it's fan listener voted, so you'll need to stick around. Um, Corbin's got to ship it to us, and he's got to pay the shipping. Where are you at, Corbin? I don't see yeah. him in the comments yet. Um, but it's fan slash listener voted, so you vote in the comments who you thought who you think is going to win the duel, and uh, that'll be our winner for the week. You don't want to miss this entertainment. Um, hit the comment box real quick. Miranda says, hey, so embarrassing. Uh, the week before Georgia, but hopefully we'll walk into this game with a much better attitude. Uh, we're going to have to, Miranda. And, and thank you for your support. We appreciate you watching every yep. week. Miranda's in here every single week. Uh, Edith says we're about to hashtag do it for Dolly. That's right. I hope so. Uh, Miranda says she wished she could find tickets, but not for the price of an arm and a leg. Man, that'd be real high if we'd beat Missouri. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they would. Yeah. Willie Nelson, huh? Right now it's just one arm. It was an arm and a leg. <laughs> uh, Josh says, still over here screaming, go big damn orange. Amen, brother. Ethan Never says, stop. happy early birthday, Spunky. That's right. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> the greatest day on the history of Earth is tomorrow, everybody, November I've, 16th. I've already won the duel. Thank you, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin says, what's up, guys? Dalton Connect is a baller. If you got that right. We're going to talk. Talk more uh, about him later on. Josh says he deleted the uh, game off his DVR as soon as he got home. Man, they got DVRs now? That's the thing. My mamma used to have one of them. I, used I think he's just talking about just wrong. in general. Yeah. What When it saves I know YouTube saves everything. Tennessee. My mamma's house, you'd have to get like one of them old uh, VHS tapes you wanted to record something. Uh, Edith says Spanky might be losing the pick. But he's winning the hearts of all of us. That's right. I thank you. I appreciate it. You got a fan. I know. I got a bunch of them. They're you just very silent. Because look, it, do you it, know Edith? I'd have no clue if she had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ethan says the dude's slacking this week. Once on Tom, or he wasn't on Tommy's yesterday, and ain't here tonight. Slacker, dude. Yeah, Corbin's got some personal stuff going on, so uh, 
But yeah, you do need to aggravate him a little bit. Yeah, give him aggravate him. Let's see. Corey says we need Neyland to be Neyland loud this Saturday, and we need it to be electric. Corey Brooks says, "What's up, Luke? What's up, Corey? Good to meet you last weekend." Kimberly says, "Hey guys, go Big Orange." Zachary says, "Go Vols and Robin Shelton." As always, <laughs> says, "Go Gators." We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vol Daddy. I want to give a big shout out to the Fairview Union. Great musicians, local people. Chad's from my hometown. They were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. Man, you won't believe that roar When the boys find a checker for the big orange is back It's a fact, volunteers, where you at? Get loud, stand proud, send a message to the crowd Y'all better get used to the fact The big orange is back on track Coach Hyper, where you at? Getting it done, having fun, pal All right, welcome back to episode 26 of the Vols Deep Podcast, coming to you live on both of our Facebook pages and YouTube. We're about to hit this week's recap. We appreciate the likes, comments, shares. Please keep them in for us. Keep them rolling in for us. Uh, Tennessee gets trounced by Missouri, 36 to seven. Solid beatdown. Overall thoughts on Tennessee's performance versus Missouri? Very sloppy and very poor. Um, they just. They just did what we just can't stop, and they just slowed the game down for us. I was actually shocked that they slowed it down as much as they did. I was very surprised by that. But we, it's I'm not saying our players quit playing and gave up, but it sure did look like it. Gosh, it, it just reminded me so much of the Florida game. Uh, it wasn't the fact that we got beat. You know, good teams get beat by other good teams. And Missouri's a good team right now. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But it was just our undisciplined play, especially on the defensive end, uh, where we took dumb penalties, we made dumb mistakes, we didn't take care of the ball when we had the ball. Uh, it was just a frustrating afternoon in, in Missouri. And I, I still think we're better than they are. Oh, but yeah. by God, they didn't, they didn't show me anything to, to prove mm-hmm. that. Uh, if we played them ten times this season, we'd beat them seven. seven I, I think so, too. I really do. But just that, that drop-off pass, we never did stop it. And it made no sense because they, they just kept doing it uh, over and over and over. Just just frustrating. And that quarterback for Missouri does impress me, okay? Like, he, he's mm-hmm. not a scrub I mean, or anything. He's got the ball, mm-hmm. third down and 10 on the one-foot line. Everybody in the stadium knows the quarterback's going to run the ball. Yep. I knew it. You knew it. I don't know how we don't. Defense didn't. I don't know how we don't stop. He runs for 25 yards. It's a backbreaker. I mean, it's just over and over. Uh, we had them third and long, and we commit a stupid face mask penalty away from the ball. I, I just, it, it, I was, I was just embarrassed. Yeah, dis- still love my vaults, dis- but it was embarrassing. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, disappointed, embarrassed is an understatement. Um, tough one to get over, man. Um, I don't know. So unexpected because I ran through like every scenario I, you know, could think of all week yeah. on how the game's going to go. And I never ran that one through my head. No, we, um, we, we didn't run getting blown out in Missouri. No, definitely not over it, not over just scoring I, seven points. I will say, even even though we're kind of on the topic, kind of not, uh, the fans of Missouri, the, the people that we met when we were down there, were absolutely tremendous. Uh, mm-hmm. Couldn't ask for a better uh, 
for a better welcoming for the away fans. We were greeted by everyone tailgating, offered offered alcohol, beer, food, anything you want. They they were very welcoming, and uh, that was a nice sight to see. Yeah, that was probably the nicest fans we've ever. There's a few after the game, but I mean, we we earned it. We did earn it. We deserved it. Uh, let's go over some Tennessee offensive stats. Tennessee ran the ball as a team for only 83 yards total. Uh, Joe Milton led the team, 10 carries for 36 yards. Jalen Wright followed, seven carries for 22 yards. Dylan Sampson, three carries for 20 yards. Jabari Small, three carries for only five yards. Um, overall thoughts on Tennessee's Russian offense. And I'm not saying this, but when your quarterback is leading in rushing yards and he's not known for his legs, that's saying something about your run game. Like, it was just – it was not good on Saturday. It was not to the standard that we've had all year long. And we're we're going to talk about it as the podcast goes on today, but uh, I noticed in the first quarter, and I, you know, I, I tapped our buddy Josh who went with us on the shoulder and told him uh, – I believe it was on the third carry of the game. I thought that Jalen Wright come up limping. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Hey, Wright's Wright's hurt. This this ain't good." And from that moment on, I I, I don't know. We just got away from the run, or that we're just not built to come from behind, or whatever it is. It just the it game. Just, I think the game kind of just got went, away from us. Yeah, it did, and we just didn't adjust. In didn't my adjust. opinion, if we don't start fast, <clears throat> it's bad news for mm-hmm. Tennessee. Yeah, it's pathetic, man. That's all I know to say. Um, we, we're not going to win like this. You're not going to beat anybody in the SEC besides Vanderbilt rushing the ball for 83 yards. And, again, I can't fault the effort. The, the, the team played hard. I loved the guys. I, I, loved, the, I loved their determination. It just, it just didn't, didn't work Saturday, whatever it was. Yeah, um, I don't know. This, this offense, you know, it, it's not efficient unless, unless we run the football, you know, well. So, I don't know. Just 83 yards. I mean, our offensive line just got – I mean, we'll get more into each position, yeah. but um, offensive line just got manhandled. Tennessee uh, through the air, 22 of 34, 267 pass yards, one touchdown, one interception. That's a 71.7 quarterback rating for Joe Milton. Um, thoughts on Tennessee's pass game this week? It wasn't awful. Uh, passing it wasn't bad, especially – Especially in the first three quarters, I thought Joe actually had a fairly good first three quarters. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Deontay Thornton's catch in the end zone later on, I'm sure. But uh, looked looked good. He got desperate there in the fourth quarter and started throwing the ball recklessly. The mm-hmm. the pick six was just telegraphed. Yeah. Uh, slants just were completely rough. telegraphed. The slants were rough. But you know he made some good throws as well, especially early on. In, in the words of. Uh... My favorite movie coming to America, good and terrible. Like yep. it, it wasn't the best, and it it wasn't the worst either. Uh, we still only put up seven points. So yeah, it's hard to be good when you can only put up seven points. And and again, our offensive penalties killed us, just like in defense. Yeah, sloppy. Like I was saying, it's not all on Joe. Uh, I mean, some of it is, some ain't. But we are what we are. Joe is what he is. The offense is what what it is, and they're not gonna. I don't know. They're not going to adjust it. They're just going to live and die on the hill, you know. Like. Got two games left. Why change what we're going to do right now? And Joe Milton throws for 267 yards. We should be in the middle of a ball game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. Um, let's hit our receivers now. Uh, like we just mentioned, 267 receiving yards. 
Ramel Keaton led the team, four catches for 57 yards. Squirrel White, four catches for 53 yards. Dante Thornton had one big catch for 46 yards and a touchdown. Um, thankfully, held on to that ball. We might not have scored the whole game. Oh, my um, goodness. And also, thoughts and prayers with Dante Thornton because he's going to be out for the season with a lower leg injury. I just see it was just regular season, so there's there <clears> is <throat> some hope that he could be back for the ball game. Um, yeah, he's not going to want to miss that uh, Dollar General Bowl that we're going to get to go to. Hey, yeah. Uh Caleb Webb, seven catches for 38 yards. Jalen Wright, two catches for 21 yards. Jacob Warren, two catches for 17 yards. Chaz Nimrod, two catches for 17 yards. Dylan Sampson, two catches for 13 yards. And McAllen Castles, one catch for five yards. Um, done what they could do. Uh, a lot of, like I said, towards the end there was some bad throws, especially on the slants. But what are your thoughts on Tennessee receiving? I thought they did okay. Like, it it wasn't the best performance. It's like offense as a whole, it just – it didn't do good enough to win us the ball game. So, like – in my opinion, it just wasn't very good at all. I will say Deontay Thornton gave his all for Tennessee he Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he the touchdown was a thing of beauty. He he laid out and got hurt making the catch. So I can't I can't say the first one thing negative about out. that. Yeah, one way to go out that's for sure. And it was a hell of a He's catch be right, back next year. right in front of us. So uh, great effort on his part. I like seeing uh, Nimrod and a couple of the other young guys come in and, and make some plays. Uh, Squirrel White and Ramel Keaton's going to have to have big games against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, you know. Not kind of let the squirrels loose. Yeah. <laughs> not having Brew Hurts um, and, and Nell without Dante, too. It's it's rough. I mean, we're playing a lot of young a lot of young bodies at receiver. I mean. Hey, but you can only. <clears throat> like, I know it's kind of a negative to play young bodies, but then again, there's a bunch of upside to playing young oh, bodies. Is, yeah. A ton of young upside. Absolutely. They're getting some valuable game experience now, and. Uh, I I don't want to say build for the future because there's still there's still two games in this season and a ball game left. But them young guys, hey, they're being thrown in the fire, and you know they, they those are. born in the fire don't faint in the sun. So I guess we're gonna we're gonna see how well they can do. Tennessee on defense, three sacks, um, eight tackles for loss, interception, um, good enough to win in my opinion. Not great, but um, good enough to win on defense. Um, Run defense was bad. Very bad. Linebackers. Third down defense, bad. You got to get off the field. The quarterback contain was horrible. Um, Not going to go through everybody who made a tackle, but Wesley Walker led the team with nine. Jalen McCullough followed with seven in interception. Danico Slaughter had seven as well. Jordan Thomas also had seven. I mean – it's bad whenever all your leaders are secondary. That lets you know mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> where the tackles are getting made. Uh, Garland had six. That's the first uh, defensive lineman that we've had on here. He had a tackle for loss. Joshua Joseph had five and a tackle for loss. Omar Norman Lott had three. And I believe Omar Norman Lott had two sacks as well, right? He did. Uh, give the Missouri running back credit. He Walk on. Walk on. He looked great. Mm-hmm. He ran all over us. Uh, he proved why he was number one statistically in the SEC. Uh, if he ain't got a scholarship by now, he probably yeah he'll probably get <laughs> one. Tennessee on special teams uh, zero for one from from field goal. I hated that decision by Hypel too. I'm not I gonna mean, lie. Yeah, we they got booed by the Missouri crowd and mm-hmm. we couldn't. We sat there and took it because we were kind of right there with them. Yeah. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna boo the coach's decision, but. 
it was dumb. Just just run the clock out, run the play, whatever. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Drink was uh, he was pretty offended about it too, calling a timeout and stuff. Uh, Jackson Ross was good though. Uh, six punts for two hundred sixty-two yards. Three of them were inside the twenty. He's just a freshman. He's gonna mm-hmm. be great. Yeah, he's gonna be great. Um, listen, now let's go over. Hey, we may not be able to run, pass, catch, tackle, <laughs> but by God, we can punt with the best of them. Hit the comments real quick, then we'll hit General Nealon's maxim. Zachary Bunch says, "Frustrating. Mizzou is full of good folks, except for drink." Um, <laughs> he also says, uh, "We will mean business. Glad we saved his job." Exact statement I made Saturday. It's our hill, and we might as well just live it out. Um, let's see. Alma says linebackers were atrocious, but we're pretty depleted at that position right now. Uh, that running back is smoking hot. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, Braden on YouTube says Butch Jones went nine and four twice, and we thought we did something. We're going to go nine and four, and we are pissed. Um, we are pissed improvement. And I, I kind of agree with that statement a little bit. And I, I said it like to start the year. It's like we can't get upset if we have somewhat of a down here. Because last year it was a special season. And Absolutely it was. When you get to that level, you start becoming complacent. And you start thinking, hey, this should happen every year. When in all honesty, it's not going to happen every year. We're still better off now than where we for, were. For me, oh, it's yeah. not we're already the, spoiled again. Oh yeah. For me, it's not the number; it's who we're losing to. Like yeah. Oh yeah. And how we're like the Florida game. There's we there's, we could get over Alabama. Alabama's one Alabama's of the best teams fine. In the yeah, right Alabama's now. fine. But still, the way we lost that one, I mean, still, yeah, still just, yeah. you know, we had a beat. How do you know? Let's but, face it, Missouri is the Tennessee of this year. Like for being honest, they're. They're the hot they're team. Hot. I mean, they're yeah. good. They're good, but still, it's Missouri and Tennessee should always beat Missouri. Yeah, Miranda it, said that I hit the nail on the head completely, 100%. Not sure which which topic, but she says that she hates to be that person, but this was one of the situations that we should have swapped Milton out. From the TV's point of view, Milton just looked like his head wasn't in the game from the start. Uh, she's questioning his leadership. That's what that's what she feels like he lacks or we lack. Uh, but maybe it's just something that she saw differently. You know, I, I've seen several players that look frustrated and mm-hmm. and lashed out a little bit. I've seen some, not not really helmet throws, but but arms flailing in the air, and it, was, it just seemed like undisciplined from everyone, and it just didn't make any sense. It's something we hadn't seen in this team since the Florida game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I got a I got a call from um, a very big donor right after the game. He he basically had the same. The same feelings as uh, as you're talking about right now. Just the players were just frustrated. They were mad and, you know, just kind of confused of, you know, wh- what happened, what went wrong. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that noticed that. So, yeah. uh, Josh Jackson said the QB run killed us. Um, he says behind the sticks too many times that killed our run game. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they just whooped us up front, man. You know that – Playing that soft zone is like playing Russian roulette. You never know what you're going to get. So trying to hit all the comments here. Let's um, let's go over General Nealon's game maxims. Should be pretty easy. Uh, we'll go over each one and agree or disagree if that maxim has been reached. Maxim one: the team that makes the fewest mistakes will win. They sure did. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Three turnovers for Tennessee. Uh, nine penalties for 95 yards. Number two: play four, make the breaks when one comes your way. Score. 
No, we didn't capitalize no. on. No, it. we didn't make the breaks. No. We, and what breaks we did have, we didn't capitalize on. We we get Missouri at the one foot line, and we can't mm-hmm. stop them. Mm-hmm. Number three, if at first the game or breaks go against you, don't let up. Put on more steam. Yeah. We were dead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. There was no coming back. We we sat there and we knew it. And the fourth quarter was like the old Hank Williams song, Dinosaur, hand me my hat, excuse me, ma'am, where's the door? That was, that's, that was it. Uh, protect our kickers, our quarterback, our lead, and our ball game. You know, how many sacks did Missouri have against us? I forgot to write that down. I didn't see I didn't see Joe get hit too many times, so you know he was he was hustled uh, hurried a few times. But hey, offensive line is up for uh, one of the best offensive line awards in the country. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we didn't cover many maximums all this week. Ball Oski cover block slice pursuit and gang tackle for this is the winning edge. No. 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 Nope. Press the kicking game. Here's where the breaks were made. <coughs> Our punter did well. Punter, yep. yep. Punter did well. And, you know, uh, we made some Not mistakes. opportunities. We made mistakes on the run get or return game as well. Uh, taking the ball eight yards deep in the end zone and trying to return it out, only to be stopped at 15, you know. It's frustrating all the way around. Everything was. Carry the fight to our opponent and keep it there for 60 minutes. Nope. nope. General Neyland is not happy <laughs> right no, now. No, he's, he's not happy about his, uh, his maxims. Let's talk some Tennessee basketball. This hey, that sounds like a good positive thing. Yes. Get a little bit of blood pumping Let's do here. it. Tennessee men's basketball, uh, they knock off Wisconsin 80-70 to 70 in a big matchup. Um, great game. They overcame adversity. Sloppy at times, but you expect that early in the season. Yeah, you're still trying to get a, a feel for each other. Dalton Connect is a man. He's he's a beast, mm-hmm. man. Playing with boys, um, I'm so excited to see him the what, rest of the year. What a find for Rick Barnes getting getting that that type transfer in here from junior college coming to play. He's going to be a mega star this year at Tennessee. Fortunately, this is his only year with us, but mm-hmm. uh, hope man, he stays healthy. Hope hope we all stay healthy. Uh, you know. Zakai Ziegler's still struggling with his with shooting a little bit. Uh, Santi's still struggling a little bit. But, my God, we're, we're so deep right now that even with two of our biggest stars not not scoring like we're used to, we're, we're handling our business pretty well. It, they beat Wolford just the other night, last night, watched the whole game. Uh, we look good, and I'm so happy for that. Yeah, we beat Wolford 82-61 uh, yesterday, so no surprises. Wofford played us hard, though, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that first they quarter, did, man, I, they gave us hell. Hey, those Terriers, they're going to be something to reckon with in, mm-hmm. their, mm-hmm. in their conference. They were undefeated as well. Um, they were hitting all their shots. So, I think we might have been looking forward to maybe the Hawaiian Islands a little and bit. I don't, don't want to jinx us. Uh, Dalton Connect had 18 points. Ganey had 16. Vescovy had 11. I mean, it's a good win. I don't want to jinx us, but we've not trailed in any game at all, preseason or regular season so far this year. I think we're, I mean. Hey, I do got a question. I think trailed. we need to adjust. I know you don't want to not think about football season, but, Luke, we got to we're gonna have to change the format of the show we here. We're going to be talking about basketball. Come in a few months. Oh, it's definitely going to be. It's definitely going to be changed. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to spice things up. Season two of Vols Deep, everybody. <laughs> they will play uh, again on Monday versus Syracuse in Hawaii. The That's Orange the, Bowl, as they can call it. Uh, that'll, that'll be a good matchup as well. Should be fun. Excited to see all them good teams uh, in the islands. And, you know, it's a good break for Tennessee. They get to go, and uh, I would say Maui, but they're going to Honolulu because of the, the fires in Maui. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
3,000-mile trip to get to play a couple of big teams. It's going to be a good experience for the Vols. And we come out there undefeated. Look for us to be a top three team. I got the orange team in that one. Um, the Lady Vols, they played Florida State, took a close loss, 92-91. Um, they beat Mrs., or sorry, they beat Memphis 84-74 on Monday. Their next game will be against Troy on the 19th of this month. Thoughts on the Lady Vols so far this season? Man, that, that game at Florida State was tremendous. Did, it, did either of you catch it? No, I didn't get to catch that one. I watched it from beginning to end. Florida State scored 36 points in the first quarter. They were shooting from everywhere, and everything they shot went in. Did Did Rakia get hurt in that game? Uh, they, they never did say where she got hurt. I think it was a, a, more of a practice injury. She was day-to-day and, and didn't play in the game uh, not before last. But uh, she'll be back. She'll be just fine. And, and Tennessee, Luddy Vols, they, they played well at home Monday night. Without Rakia, uh, got a mm-hmm. win over Memphis, who who fought hard, but Tennessee was just better in the end. Uh, but again, that Florida State game, come down to the wire, come down to the very last shot. It was a highly entertaining women's basketball game. Yeah, Rakia, arguably our probably our best player, uh, banged up a little bit. Better start than last year though, because last year we had a rough start, in my opinion. And well, we we played one of the toughest schedules in the country, and Kelly Harper's got mm-hmm. got her women ready to play. Uh, Still a little bit worried about Tamari Key. She's dealing with those blood clots from last year, and she clearly doesn't want, look to be 100% yet. But uh, big things to come on in the Food City Center at Thompson Bowling Arena. <laughs> had to get that in. Had had that in there. Uh, are we tired of talking about Josh Dobbs yet? No. I'm never going to be tired about talking nope. about Josh Dobbs. Me neither, man. Uh, on the cover of ESPN, everyone's talking about him. Everyone loves him. Uh, so happy and proud of Vol for life, Josh Dobbs. Uh, 23 of 34, 268 yards. Uh, one passing touchdown. That's an 88.3 quarterback rating. 44 rush yards and a rushing TD as well. We're going to get to see Joshua Dobbs in action Sunday night versus Spanky's Denver Broncos. I'm going to have to pull against Dobbs in that one. <clears throat> what? Won't have to. I'm sorry. It's busy. This is what he says, but Monday – Monday, right? They yeah. play Monday night football. No, it's Sunday. They Sunday night game. The Talk Sunday. about this week, Spanky. Yeah. Oh, it this, was Monday. Oh, yeah. This Monday. He, he wants he wants us to hear and act like he's a diehard fan. He didn't even catch the end of the Denver Broncos. You know why game. I didn't catch the end too? You knew I was upset and frustrated about something. It don't matter at your team, and you went to sleep. Did you I, see that game? I did not see that game. They, uh, they I think we were the, driving a little bit. No, this was Monday. Oh, Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did Spanky's see Monday. jacked up. Yeah. I, it's I it's a been a long week, Luke. You know, after a, a loss from one of the teams I coach, I don't really care for much about anything at that point. I just wanted to go home go to bed. I gave him a hug and tucked him in. And no, you didn't. Shut up. He went to bed. Uh, <laughs> I did see the game Monday. It was, it was a good finish. Broncos looking good, though. Beat the Bills and the mm-hmm. Chiefs. Um, One three straight. I don't baby. know if the Broncos are looking good or, or the Bills are just looking bad right now. Hey, about, man. They beat the Chiefs, too, though. Baby. Yeah, that's true. We're the best team in Colorado right now. Dobbs is going <laughs> to stop it. How about Jimbo Fisher? Uh, gets fired the for under Luckiest man on the face of the earth. Uh, gets fired for not doing his job at all, and he gets paid $26,301 per day for the next eight years to not coach at Texas A&M. Uh, I swear he's I th- living the American dream right now. I, I wish I could be him. I just wonder if he's done it on purpose. 
He got well, that big fire, con- man. Got that big contract. You know what? Uh, we'll just lose a few games. I'll get fired and just go collect my check for a while. I'm telling you, the dream job for everybody in America is to be a fired SEC. I tell you. Mr. Jerry Pruitt. <laughs> Here's yeah, a comment you. box real quick. <laughs> Alma says, our record reflects our talent right now. You can't be mad about being par. We just can't have games like that. You can't fall apart like that. I could agree with that. But yeah, but Elvis, we had expectations. I still think our, roster, I think our roster is still better than Missouri's. Yeah. Um, Carlos, Vamos Vols. He says, hashtag What's up, Vamos Vols on YouTube. Thank you for checking in with us. Make sure you all give him a follow. Any other comments that I'm missing? Justin says he's done with Kelly Harper hype. Just don't see her taking us to the next level. Got to believe, man. Got to believe. You know, there are very few women's coaches that's, that's out there that that could take a team to the next level. There, there's uh, Women's game's uh, grown so much since Pat Summit. Mm-hmm. There's so much parity, and, and it takes a lot to build that, build that roster up. And I think Kelly's doing a great job. Edith, who's this Edith girl? Uh, says Texas A&M cut their Jimbo clean off. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miranda says, "How can they pay him that much to fire him?" All the money, contract, all the money. Justin says, "For that kind of buyout, he'd be having to right tackle kicking field goals." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. Hey, yeah. there. No, sometimes them big boys are very agile. They can do some things that shock you. Miranda, just just answer your question. How can they pay him that much to fire him? Well, he's got a ninety five million dollar guaranteed contract for ten years, and he's when it's paid what seventy eight. When it's guaranteed, it's guaranteed. That yeah. means if he works two days or ten years, he's getting the same amount of money. Mark Avery says, go, Justin, go, and sends a 1,000 stars. Thank you, Avery. We got stars. We appreciate it, Mark, very, very much. That was our recap. We'll be right back, and we'll have our first main talking point. Send us them stars, everybody. Yeah, keep sending them stars. First main talking point of the day presented by Big Orange Concrete <laughs> Pumping. I, I can do it least, mate. Taylor Jones of Big Orange Concrete Pumping has been doing this type of work for a very long time. He has one of the biggest lime pumps in the state, so make sure you reach out Same. to Big Orange Concrete Pumping <laughs> for any of your concrete needs. All right, let's get Vols deep. Let's grade each position group uh, versus their performance versus Missouri. Let's start with the quarterbacks. I'm going to give Joe Milton a C minus. Uh, first half, I thought Joe played pretty well. Uh, made some good passes, made some good completions, uh, carried the ball pretty well. Uh, second half was just complete opposite. It was sloppy. Uh, he threw that pick six. That was just a desperation throw. It was telegraphed. He never looked the receiver off. The the cornerback knew exactly where he was going. Uh, 
sitting in the stands. We knew as soon as he went to the ball, it was a touchdown for the, for Missouri. The fumble he had was frustrating. I think it was more Dylan Sampson bumping him than it was himself. Mm-hmm. I still question how the referees could kill the play three seconds after the ball was snapped. That's Another, Another same story. thing Alabama, too. They sure did. I'd like to see some clarification on that and why they're able to do that now. Uh, you know, once the ball snapped, you just let it go. It's too late by that point. Part of a hurry-up offense is why we run it. But overall, I thought Joe was just okay. I want to go with the same route. Um, I want to give a C. Um, I thought he could have done some things a lot better. I thought he could have helped lead us just a little bit better. Uh, he didn't have a terrible game by any means. I'm not bashing him or nothing. But I just thought, you know, there could have been some things that he could have done better. And, hey, I think the whole team could have done better. Yeah, I'm going to go with C-minus as well. Um, the loss is not on him, but he did have some bad throws, did have bad decisions. Um, some of them balls are just impossible to catch. Yeah. <laughs> like some of them slants are – even, you know, the commentators are talking about it. So, um, I just think just a below-average game, you know, for yeah. Joe. But it's definitely not to, you know – We got one-dimensional at the end. We did, and – Everyone knew it. Mm-hmm. Mark sends 245 more stars and says, fun times. Thank you very much, Mark. We really appreciate the Thank stars. Thank you, Avery. Let's go with the running backs. Let's go with D on that one, just a D. Um, when you're, like I said earlier, when your quarterback is leading in rushing and he's not much of a, a running quarterback, that should say something about your running backs. It's not a good day for him, uh, not for the performance that we were – used to them having all year. Uh, I just think running backs have just took a step back this week. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Guys, I expect more out of our running backs. They're, they're getting an F from me this week. It was just uh, – they are better than what they showed. I, I hope that Jalen Wright wasn't hurt, uh, but they are better than what they showed, and, and they know it. So there's no reason sugarcoating it. They're getting an F from me. Oh, yeah, there's nobody being a more bigger critic yeah. than – themselves, them no, players. No, absolutely like, not. We could say all they want. They're probably they know. themselves so worse than we ever could imagine. I'm going to F as well. 83 rushing yards total, and your quarterback had the majority. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, offensive line obviously has a big say in this too, but we'll get there. But for me, they're getting an F. What about wide receivers? Deontay Thornton gets an A in my book. They gave his all for Tennessee. The other receivers, I want to give them a C. Uh, I thought they made some good catches. Some younger guys stepped up. Uh, but late in the game, we still become one-dimensional, and they just couldn't get open. Yeah, same as Spurs said. When you become one-dimensional, it's uh, very easy for a defense to do what they want to do to you. And um, I'm just going to give them a C- as well. They, they just got to get open. Like, I don't care if you run the wrong route, but just just get open somehow. Yeah, yeah I've got a C-minus. Um, again, great catch, Dante Thornton. Um, some good plays. We God, we miss Brew, and we're young at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think around around average day probably. Future's still bright there. Wide receiver. It yeah. is. It's very, we got we got a lot of talent right there. Yeah. We're just super young. Uh, tight ends. Tight ends, I'm going to give them a See as well. Not, nothing they did really stood out to me. Uh, just, just gotta get open. Just like with the receivers, I thought run blocking could have been a lot better mm-hmm. right there on the outside whenever they'd come in tight. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what Spanky said. Though. They're gonna get a C in my book as well. Just, just non-existent. They were there, but didn't really have a big outcome or effect on the game. 
Yeah, I've got a I've got a C, just average play, few catches. They blocked all right, just a you know, average game from them. Yeah. Offensive line. Probably the best part of the offense, I thought. Uh even though I've always said uh to have a smoke in the backfield, you gotta have fire up front. Uh to me I thought the offensive line gave Joe time when he was passing the ball. Uh, so I'm gonna to to give them the highest one out of all of them. I'm giving them a B minus. Ain't saying much, but I think you're watching a different game than I did, Spanky, because mm-hmm. I thought our offensive line got trounced. It was bad. Uh, the, they're getting a D minus. Uh, the first drive, and I know Luke's about to say it, so I don't want to take his fire from him. But uh, oh, go go ahead, Luke. Say what you're going to say about Cooper Mays. Oh man, he got his ass whooped. He man. got his ass whooped on that first drive. That first, he knows it. it was so bad. Yeah. Uh, I've got I've got offensive line as an F. Yeah. I really do. They just got their asses just handed to them. They yeah. got manhandled. I was trying to be positive. So, holding penalties. Uh, it was bad. It was bad, yeah. It was bad. And uh, people are hoping that no, – I'm not for this, but people are uh, protesting they want Pittman whenever he gets <laughs> go to Arkansas. Um, I know I, I like who we got, but we've got to be way more consistent. Hey, uh-huh. Pittman, he's a heck of a recruiter, man, especially right. for offensive linemen. Bring him in. He stole Mays from us. If you remember, when he was at Georgia, he stole Cade Mays from us. Yep. But we got him back. Got that finger hurt, and we brought him back, by God. What about defensive line? Defense is going to be getting some low grades here. Defensive line, I'm giving them a D. Just flat-out D. Like, we got to be able to get pressure and stop the quarterback run. Not only that, but we got we got to tackle the running back when he comes yeah. up to middle as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just uh, – don't want to say the effort wasn't there because they played hard, but the the results didn't show. So they're getting a D in my book as well. Yeah, I've got a D minus. Um, they made made some plays. Um, just horrible against the run. Um, yeah. And then I know I know the contains not all on them, but they just have way too much time. Yeah. Defensive backs. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go see. You know, Missouri didn't throw the ball all over the field on us. They had a couple of long completions early, but they didn't have to. So uh No, we were just giving them the run. Why why throw it? Yeah. Why throw, why throw it? Yeah. Like, why, why throw it when you can run it on us? Uh, it was Yeah, it is what it is. It is. Um I got D minus. I mean it is what it is. Yep. Uh linebackers. F for yep. me. F. Bad tackling, bad reads, bad angles, over pursuing. Horrible. And every single week I say they're over after, after getting three pick sixes or, or three defensive touchdowns last week against UConn, mm-hmm. following up with that kind of uh, performance. We are very young there. Um, we are. And we're, we're injured, all that good stuff, but there's just no excuse to, to be that bad. Um, special teams, I'm going to go with B+. Plus. I think they just done, done what they could do. I'm not really going to hold the miss. Against them, really? No, I, you know, I'm giving special teams a, a B minus. It'd probably be a little bit better, but we returned the ball a couple of times we shouldn't have. Um, let's give out some game balls. Who do you think gets the game ball on offense, and who do you think gives it on defense? My offensive game ball is simple. It's going to Deontay Thornton. He gave his off Same of Tennessee. Here. It was just one big play in the end zone, but by God, he laid out, put his body on the line, made mm. a touchdown catch. He's getting my game ball. I've got Dante down as well, but I'm going to give it to Jackson Ross since y'all gave him gave uh, Dante. I'll, I'll get Jackson Ross. That was my defensive special teams game ball was going to Jackson Ross. Uh, um, 
Defense. So you got Jackson Ross? Got Jackson Ross. I ain't with nobody. nobody. Defense just pissed me. Defensive special teams. Uh, Ross has become a weapon for us, guys. I'll, I'll give it to the Missouri quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Omar Norman Lott for, for the two sacks. Um, All right. I think he had like five tackles, too. Let's hit the comments real quick. Uh, Brody Jones says. Hey, Brody. Uh, and sorry, I'm just now seeing the comment. I don't know why, but he said that he would take Heupel over Pruitt, Jones, Dooley, or Kiffin, or really the last few years of Fulmer. Yeah, this has been a downer, and Heupel has questionable game management at times, but that's more a product of his system than anything. I mean, yeah, I would take Heupel over any of them as well. Um, I think Kiffin would have built something special. Oh, yeah. But we would also be in a lot of trouble with NCAA, in my opinion. Yeah, because Kiffin then, he had to go through the trials he did, too. He had to go through the saving rehabilitation clinic to get to where he is now. Uh, Tim says, what bowl game do we get? No, we're going to talk about that here in a few we'll minutes, We'll talk Tim. about it just in a little bit. Let's. Any other things that I'm missing here? Alan says, it's hard to grade running backs because there weren't many holes for them. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. It, the whole system was bad. Uh, Alma says Pittman can be a consultant Alabama style. I like that. I love Pittman. I, really I do, do too. I think he'd be a great coach for us. I do too. All right. Thank you all for listening to our first main talking point of the day. We're going to take a short commercial break, and we have a lot more coming your way, including a giveaway. Share this out for us. Comment for us. Hit that like button. If we missed your comment, comment again. We're going to have start bench cut next. Big Orange Concrete Pumping. They can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest line pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865-371-3367. Whether you're pumping noise and kneeling or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the Big Orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping, 865-371-3367. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 26 of the Vols Deep Podcast. We're live from the Vols Deep Man Cave. We hope you're having a great Wednesday night, live on Facebook and YouTube. 26 episodes, Luke. Half a year already. That's true. That's crazy, ain't it? Yeah, that's crazy. There, baby. Antonio Bridges says, yo. What's up, man? We'll see you uh, Saturday, hopefully. Thanks for popping in. Um, next, we're going to do start, bench, cut. How this works, I'll give a question. We have to rank our answers in order from first to last. Start being one, cut being last. Are you all ready? Let's get it on. Uh, who are you most disappointed in with the loss to Missouri? Our offense, our defense, or our coaching staff? Uh, I want to go with uh, – I want to start with the coaching staff because they kept them on the field. Uh, then bench, probably go to defense. Then cut, I'm going to go probably the offense. That's the right order. I'm really disappointed in our coaching staff. We we didn't come out ready to play. Uh, didn't have the right mindset coming into this game. It, it appeared that something was missing. I don't know what it is. We're not in that locker room to, to know the ins and outs of everyday things. But uh, I'm going to start our coaching staff because we just didn't come prepared. I'm going to bench our defense because we just had an awful night on defense. It was just beyond what I expected. Go cut the offense. It, it, it certainly needs to be better, but, yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, I'm going to start the coaching staff as well. Um, this, the lack of confidence that they have in this team is just crazy to me. Um, the lack of adjustment, you know, that they make I'm, is – it's just baffling. I mean – I'm going to say one thing. Look, they're going to have to come out and throw the kitchen sink at Georgia to have yes. any chance. Yeah, so, this so is so where we see the fake punt. Let it, let it all air out this game, you know. Whatever it is, I don't care if it's fourth and fifteen at our own twenty-five yard line. By golly, we need to be going for it. You have, we're all orange too. All right. You have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Nothing. No. And I mean that should be the mentality for a lot of games. I'm going to bench the offense. You're not beating no one scoring seven points unless you're playing Iowa. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cut. You know our defense. Um, I think they it wasn't great, but it was good enough to win. Question two. Today is National Steve Irwin Day. Which animal would <laughs> which animal would you least like to tangle with? A crocodile, a snake, or a hippo? I don't want to tangle with any of them. But if I, first that crocodile, like them things like are stronger than most human beings, and they kill you one bite. Next is a snake. I don't want to. No, I don't like snakes. They're all slithery and. Blah. And then next probably a hippo. Um. I've seen some hippos here. You don't see any hippo attacks? Huh? Hippos. I went to a zoo one time and saw a hippo. That, that, that sucker was big. Those things but, are faster than you think, Spank. Well, mm. would you rather have a crocodile or a snake? Well, I'm going, I'm going to, I don't want to tangle with a hippo. I'd rather tangle guy. a hippo than a crocodile or a snake. No, you I'm don't. I'm scared of snakes. No, you don't. No, I'm starting a hippo. I ain't fighting no damn hippo. A snake I could step Look on. Look up hippo attacks. I've never <laughs> seen it. They're insane. So Not gonna, right now. You can't multitask. I'm going to start the hip bow. I'm going to bench a crocodile and cut snake. I can I can kill a snake pretty easily. Yeah, Alma says uh, hippos can bite a croc in half, and he's not lying. <laughs> no, insane. Um, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I told you they're wow. crazy. But I'm going to start a snake. I hate, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Well, you don't like snakes. I'm scared. It don't matter if it's one of the little green ones or. You, you do a lawn service, you're terrified of snakes. Oh, I'm, that yeah. That sun is I'm moving. I wear snake boots for a reason. And uh, I'm going to bench a hippo, like I just said. Uh, hell no, man. Them, them hippos are crazy. Look, I told you. Wow. He's looking up hippo attacks right now. And I'm going to cut the crocodile because wow. I can outrun a crocodile. Yeah. I can outrun one. And so just I, jump on its back and hold its mouth shut. Yeah. Duct tape. It's all you need. All right, number three. Dolly Parton is coming to Neyland Stadium to watch her Vols this Saturday. Start bench cut these Dolly Parton songs. I will always love you. I will always love you. Jolene. 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 <laughs> Working nine to five. Or nine to five. <laughs> what about Islands in the Stream? I'm starting nine to five. It's one of my favorite oh. songs of all time. I'll, Love Dolly. She's she's a well. That song starts is great. Yeah, you, you can't help but to sing it. Uh-huh. I'm going to cut or a bench. I'm going to bench Jolene. You know, cutting. I will always love you because I don't think it's her oh, song man. originally. Then whose song originally is it? I think it's Whitney. I'm Houston, pretty sure it's Whitney Houston. It? No, Dolly came out with it first. Dolly wrote it because she was leaving Porter Wagner on the Nashville special. Look it up. Dolly sung the song well, first. She may have, but <laughs> song, <laughs> Dolly was first. <laughs> Whitney Houston came out and saw in the nineties. Dolly had it in the seventies. But start uh, I, will well, I apologize, thank you. Yeah, I, I will always love you is the most beautiful song ever written. 
And uh, uh, ever, he, yes, I love it. I've heard you say this about some Elvis songs, some Conway songs. Hey, look, Elvis wanted to sing that song. I will always love you, but that damn Colonel Tom Parker wouldn't let him. Um, but then Jolene, Colonel Parker, loved, loved that song, love it to death. Uh, nine to no five, I, I like it, but I, don't know, I can't relate to it. I, I usually go into work about seven. I get off around three, and I, I just can't relate to nine to five. Again, I hope we work till seven thirty Saturday. <laughs> uh, I'm also gonna start um, nine to five. Love it the way it, the way it uh, starts. I'm gonna bench. I always love you. I'm gonna cut Jolene. Uh, Georgia is a ten and a half point favorite. I think it's down to ten now, but uh, over Tennessee Saturday. Start bench cut. How much does Tennessee lose by this weekend? Why you say we're gonna lose? Less than ten and a half. Ten and a half or more than ten and a half? I'm going to start less than ten and a half. I think Tennessee's going to stay in this game. I think the crowd's going to be into it. They're going to be fired up. Tennessee gets some momentum. You never know what could happen. I'm going to bench more than ten and a half. You know, cutting ten and a half because there's no possible way to lose by ten and a half. No, there really ain't. You got a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> you got a really good point, that Damn spray got me on that one. Good point, Spur. Uh but no, I think. If there's a way to do it, I'm sure Tennessee can we figure can it find, out. We can figure it out, yeah. We're like the Bills. The ref will call a penalty or something at the end of the game and <laughs> cost us half a point. But I want to do start less. I think this could be a ball game. I think the kneeling effect will take effect Saturday. Uh, then uh, bench 10.5. You know, this could. 10 points is really not a lot of things. It's just touchdown field goal. But more than 10, I just. I could see it, but I'm cutting it because I don't want it to happen. You know, it would be the Tennessee thing to do to come out there and win this game. I wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah, that would be. Um, what do you think, Luke? About to disappoint you all, I'm going to start more than 10.5. I'm going to bench 10.5. He was all on board I'm last week. Until we scored seven points against You are the ball daddy. Missouri. And I'm going to cut 10.5. I'm going to get some hype for it, whatever, but um, – we are uh, what brother, we are. We are what we are right now. And um, we are what they, you know. Call a spade a spade. What they've shown us. So, uh, Last one, start bench cut. Which bowl game do you want Tennessee to go to? The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, the Music City Bowl, or the Liberty Bowl? This is very, very, very easy for me. I want to mm-hmm. go to Jacksonville again to the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Uh, bench the Liberty Bowl, and I'm cutting – the Music City Bowl, I'd rather go to the Belk Bowl than the Music City Bowl. If they go to Nashville, I'm just telling you right now, I don't want anything to do with that Music City Bowl after the last time we was there. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the same as Spur Tax Slayer Bowl. Um, that's the bowl I think they will get just because of you started the season in Nashville. And then with the Liberty Bowl being in North Carolina, that's where we're going to start the that season. Liberty Bowl's next. in Memphis. No, it's in which, – which bowl's in Liberty's uh, in Memphis. Then which one's in uh That's at okay. Mayonnaise Bowl, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. That, that's bowl. another bowl we are rumored to go to. But Liberty Bowl, uh, I'm going to go with the bench, then cut Music City Bowl. I, just I don't, don't want to see the memes of Hopple gets covered in mayonnaise. Oh, well, he, won't won't do do it. It. he won't do it. It is rumored that he the Mayo Bowl is. I'm going to start the, the Liberty Bowl source. because I want to go to Memphis and I want to see Graceland. That's a good I'll, point. Good I will, point, I will go. I will good go point. to Memphis. I, I, I don't want to go to Bill Street. So I'm, well, I'm changing mine now. Start the Liberty Bowl. That's a good point. Because <laughs> I do want to do that. And I'm going to bench the Gator Bowl. And I'm cutting Music City. 
He was already there once this year. And then, you know, we'll say Jacksonville was so. a lot of fun for the Gator Bowl last time we were down hey, here. Jacksonville they could did a good be job a with shorter it. drive than Memphis, really. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. It's a fun drive, too. It's got a beach. It's warm. I don't like the beach. You got the blues in Memphis, though. You got AEW in, in Jacksonville. A Christmas. Oh, you're going to have him all tore up. With Let's, hit the Let's hit the comment box real quick. Be so blue. Uh, Alma says on YouTube, Dolly, Jolene, I will always love you in nine to five is his order or her order. Uh, let's see. Josh says Gator Bowl against North Carolina. That could be an exciting. That could be a game. Alma says, don't forget about Georgia. Their only real road game was against Auburn. They don't really play on the road much at all. Edith says we're winning Saturday. We need a miracle, but lucky for us. We've got an angel stopping by Talking about Dolly uh, Austin says I think Georgia will come out Trying to run all over us like Missouri And when it doesn't work They'll start throwing the ball And put up some major points in the second half Yeah they're definitely going to um, They're definitely going to use Bowers And Georgia's been a great second half team All year I mean look at the Ole Miss game Yep. Um, a, a lot of games this year has went that way Am I missing any comments? Uh, Good. I'm really saying no. All right, that was Start Bench Cut. Very fun segment. One of my personal favorites. We have our second main talking point of the day next. We're going to answer some tough questions about this Tennessee football team. Stick around. We have our giveaway coming your way. We have uh, we're going to preview the Tennessee Georgia game, and we're going to put your skills to the test with Spurs predictions. We'll be right back. ZNN Concrete are the professionals you need to call for all of your concrete finishing needs. Driveways, sidewalks, curbs, garage pads, footers, and much more. They can do it all. No job is too big. No job is too small. Give ZNN Concrete a call today, 865-360-6176. Residential or commercial. That's ZNN Concrete, 865-360-6176. All right, and we're back. Um, next, we've got our second main talking point of the day. Spurs are going to talk a little bit about the Ice Bears real quick. Tried the Ice Bears return back to Knoxville Civic Coliseum. They're, they're at home Friday night, the 17th, uh, for Military Appreciation Night. And then again, next Wednesday, the 22nd, the day before Thanksgiving, they're back at home for their dino race night. So you've never seen dinosaur races on ice. It's a sight to see you'll have about 75 of those blow-up inflatable dinosaur costumes in a big race on the ice. It's a lot of fun. Come out and support the Knoxville Ice Bears. I'd love to see you out there. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm the 20-year longtime DJ for your four-time SPHL champion Knoxville Ice Bears. He gets with it up there, too. We'll have some fun. Can I talk now? It's a good What do you want to talk about? Uh, this Friday night, we got a big third-round playoff game That's right. down here at Rochelle Field, uh, Cofield versus the uh, Purple Team down the road. We'll be uh, Sweet playing, playing for a chance to be Minnesota in the Vikings. No, you, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, Oz. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, we got on December the 2nd at John Jackson Memorial Gymnasium. Well, here we go. We're going to have How Cofield stole, stole Christmas, a joke is in a promotions slash NWA show. I hope everybody can make it out. If you need more information, just 
private message me. And if you don't want information, still private message me, people. It's my birthday tomorrow. Yeah, he's wanting he's wanting some birthday money. Yeah, it's it's gonna be my Kobe Bryant here. <laughs> we have our second main talking point of the day presented by Trident HydroClean. Thank you, Jacob Haney with Trident HydroClean for sponsoring this segment. Um, Tennessee was embarrassed uh, by Missouri on Saturday. No way to sugarcoat it. Many concerns, many questions. Where do we go from here? That's the million-dollar question, Luke, is where do we go from here? You know, do we fall apart against Georgia and, and come out like we just don't care, or do we come out motivated uh, with, a, with a different attitude and throw the kitchen sink at them and, and hope for the best? Uh, I, I don't know where we go, you know. A lot, a lot of me questions whether or not we're going to redshirt Nico at this mm-hmm. point. He's still eligible for that. And if not, then if, if he doesn't play against Georgia, does he play against Vanderbilt in their ball game? Uh, it's a lot of questions. Build for the future. It's um, it's like in life, it's like you got two things. You can either let it happen or you can do something about it. And that, that that's where we're at. We can either just sit back, like, okay, our season's over. Let's just throw in the town. We can have a little bit of pride. And I think that's what these next two games are going to be about. They're going to be about pride. It's going to be about um, how much you really care for that Tennessee Orange, how much you care about that power tee. And I think our players have enough pride to where I think they're not just going to lay down this Saturday. Oh, no. We're not laying down for nobody. Yeah, I've got the exact same thing as you do, Spanky. There's nothing to play for at this point um, except for pride. Pride, man. That's all. Um, that should be why we all. But but, but you know, pride. There's 115 plus Division One schools that's only playing for pride at this point, mm-hmm. and they still go out there and they give their all every mm-hmm. single week. So, uh, you know, if you don't play for pride and for that orange and white you're putting on, then why are you here playing in the first place? And so. like, it, it's just the competitive nature yeah. too. Like, it's like I don't care if if we're playing checkers or tic tac toe, whatever. It's like I want to do everything I can to whoop your ass. Yeah, and that that should be like. Every one of these players is mindset here. I'm going to do anything and everything I can to try to beat you. I'll be just as sick Saturday morning if we lose to Georgia this week, whether it was four to East or not. So, uh, you know, and be just as happy if we beat them. Yeah, I mean, you got to have pride in the power tee, have pride in the last name on your back. You just have have pride to finish your last two games in Neyland Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's it. It, uh, very few, very few people on this earth get to put on that jersey and play in front of 101,000 people in oh, New yeah. Stadium. So come out there, and as the sign says, give your all for Tennessee today. Um, Tennessee injuries have played a huge part of the season. No excuses, but Dante Thornton, you got Kamal Haddon. Arion Carter, which is a huge, um, you know, mix-in linebacker, true freshman. Elijah Simmons, he was hurt until mm-hmm. the Texas A&M game. Keenan Peely, you know, we've not got to see him since week one. Brew McCoy, um, more than just our star receiver, but our probably our biggest leader on offense. You got Gerald Mincy, Danico Slaughter, uh, Cooper Mays for pretty much half the season was not there. Uh, Andre Carrick, um, this has to play a huge part. I mean, every, every one of these players are not only key positions, but but key roles. You know, irreplaceable roles. I don't want to say we were pretty lucky last year not to be injury bugger ridden. Uh, but we didn't have nowhere near the number of major injuries last year that we did this year, with the exception of Hinton Hooker, who got hurt late in the season. But uh, Luke, Luke's got something to say. <laughs> Not you, this, this comment. <laughs> but there, there's, you know, it's Nick's man up, and 
that's what we're building depth for. So we hate seeing these guys get hurt. Hopefully they get better and, and come back next year stronger than ever. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, you can't you can't be more any right than what you are, Spur. Um, go ahead and hit that comment there, um, Spanky. Which one? The, the Dino Race one? <laughs> no. Oh, the, no, the, the happy birthday, Spanky. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, I, we appreciate Read that, that name. We appreciate it. Without, without, read it or just say it before you think about it. Uh, it ain't one. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Try to say that name. I don't know, but look, I love all my beautiful people out there, out there in TV and radio land. Edith says, "Happy birthday, Edith, Spanky! Yeah. You're my favorite." Don't tell the others. What's the last name, Edith? I have no clue, <laughs> but I appreciate the love. Um, what's your biggest concern uh, going into this matchup versus number one Georgia this weekend? My biggest stopping Brock Bowers. That's my biggest concern. We got, we got to stop him. Like he, like when I mean, I'm is he up for the Heisman? I, I, don't, like, I don't think he is. I, I think know. he should be. He's not like, top I'm tired four. Of the I Heisman believe. award just being quarterbacks. Like, I agree. I, I think he should be up for it. I would say getting hurt probably had yeah. a lot to do with it, but I would say Brock Bowers, um, the Georgia tight end. But I'm just gonna say our offense. I mean, can we even score against Georgia? You know, good question. My biggest concern going into the Georgia game uh, may have to do with more off-the-field stuff is what happens to Tennessee if we fall behind early in this game? What happens to our fan base if we fall behind early in this game? Mm -hmm. Guys, let me tell you something. There may be 101,000 people in that stadium, in England Stadium. There is zero excuses to boo this team. They go out there and they give their all for Tennessee. The results may not be what we want. But those those guys out there playing uh, put their bodies on the line for us. So we don't go out there. We we don't boo this team. We're playing the number one team in the country that's won twenty seven straight games. So let's go out there and fight. No, none of us wants to see us fall behind. But uh, I don't want to see our fans turn on this team, and that's that's what worries me the most. That's a solid solid point for sure. I, don't, I mean, it, there's going to be the there's going to be the few that always do, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get mad, we get you know pissed off, but we're always we're right back in there, you know, the next yep. weekend. We're ready to go. Um, does Josh Heupel for real have you know an away game problem, or I maybe just got it. maybe even oh you just got it, <laughs> maybe even a November problem? That's yet to be determined. You know. I think he does. I mean, uh, the road pro- road problems are real. Not necessarily the environment because Missouri's environment was mm-hmm. pitiful. Um, I don't know. November, I think he does. I mean, a horrible loss to South Carolina last year, and then you have this one to Missouri around the same point in the season. So, uh, in my opinion, yes. Exact same point in the season. So, uh, yeah. It's a concern. There's no doubt. It's a concern. Do we play Nico or do we redshirt Nico? Uh, I think that's Nico's decision at this point. Yeah. If he if Nico wants to be in here for the long haul, I say we mm-hmm. I say we redshirt him. But if he wants to go pro sooner than later, then I say, you know, let him play. 
you know, I, I'd certainly love to see Nico play. Uh, at, at this point, you said, well, we had to play for under in pride. So, uh, <laughs> Josh yeah. Jackson getting us with a comment. You, you all are tickled here. So, uh, <laughs> have you seen the name we're talking about? <laughs> Edith, yeah, I'll say Edith. Have, have you put, have you, <laughs> Edith Poutine? <laughs> well, Josh Jackson is that all I can picture is Mike Tyson saying that name. Um, yeah, I think you red shirt Nico at this point. Um, there's really nothing left to play for this season, so you can't risk him getting hurt. Um, he still has one game he can uh, play, correct? I think he's got one. I do. I just don't want to risk it. I mean, does he start the, the bowl game that we go to? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You don't want to, you know, Joe's, Joe's earned his time. Uh, I think, I think Joe this, should finish it out. I think. Yeah. I think the Cowboys should ride off in the sunset. Yep. Um, so, how confident are you overall going into Georgia? Percent-wise, I'm going to give it a 45. Way better than me. I think we played Georgia 10 times. We beat them twice. So, I'm about 20% right now. I'm not. I'm not confident. Um, you was real confident last week, Luke. Until we scored seven points Until we scored Missouri. seven points against Missouri. Um, I mean, can we play them close? Can we win? Absolutely. Look, we've won 14 games in a row at Neyland Stadium. But what we can do versus what we've been doing lately are way different. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's a huge difference there. Let's hit – Let's um, also be honest, Georgia's playing their best ball right now. Mm-hmm. Georgia yeah. looks like the number one team in the country, finally. Yeah, finally they're picking they, it the right they, they haven't looked like it earlier in the season. They look like it right now. Um, Coach Ryan Jackson says, our family is looking forward to maybe a UT versus Minnesota bowl game. Uh, he says, if Cofield wins, I'm sure they'll have to play South Pittsburgh. Yes, that is probably going to yes. happen. Be Miranda says, good night, y'all. I got a busy morning. I vote Spur, 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 Spur. Thank you, Miranda. Appreciate that. I think she has something against me. I think she does, too. Yeah, she don't like you. That's okay. You know what they always just say in school? Those who pick on you just have a crush on you. So that must be it. Oh. Well, you heard that, Miranda. Heard that. You heard that? Got a, got a crush on the spank. Join the line, honey. Uh, Coach Ryan Jackson says, why not play Nico in the game? Or Nico in the first game we played. Joe is done. Because, because you got to think of the future. You can't just be – just because things are going bad, like – you just can't just give up. Just say here, done with it. No, write it out. Like the like Joe has earned the right to finish out his career at Tennessee. Your buddy Matthew says Nico will not be a good quarterback. Yeah, that's a hot take right that's there. That's a very hot take. He says Georgia wins by fifty. Yeah, I think Nico's going to be an excellent. Nico is going to be a great quarterback. He's going to be great. Um, let's hit. I miss anything. Let's see. Uh, Alma says if Auburn can score on Georgia, we can. Vanderbilt scored on them as well. Let's be honest about it. That, that is true. That is true. But I would say them. But again, that was a different Georgia team than what's playing right now. Georgia's Georgia's really good right now, guys. They're really good. Oh, they're good. They're they're peaking at the. They're doing what we thought Tennessee was going to do yeah. last week. Um, let's talk about the new playoff poll. One Georgia, two Ohio State, three Michigan, four Florida State, and five Washington. We'll do five at a time. Uh, well, Georgia's back at number one, so. I want Washington in there bad. I think they're going to be eventually. They will. It'll take care of itself. Six, Oregon. Seven, Texas. Eight, Bama. Nine, Missouri. Ten, Louisville. 
Oh, Louisville's overrated. Hey there, Coach Good. He's one of the targets for old A&M. Uh, 11, Oregon State. 12, Penn State. 13, Ole Miss. 14, Oklahoma. 15, LSU. I'm fine with that. 16, Iowa. 17, Arizona. 18, the Vols. 19, Notre Dame. 20, North Carolina. I like what Ryan said earlier, or Josh said earlier, uh, Tennessee, North Carolina would be a pretty good ball game, I believe. Yeah. At least we're not out of the top 20. 21, Kansas State. 22, yeah. Utah. 23, Oklahoma State. 24, Tulane. 25, Kansas. And Kansas sticking in there that top oh, 25. Yeah. It's like always to see good to see Kansas. It is. It always really is. Unless it's basketball. Then we get tired of it. I have no problems with the top 25 right now. No. Uh, Ryan says he's not saying that we don't play Joe. I'm with Joe to the end, but in the event that we are down and can't win or versus Vandy, we're up by 30, Nico needs to play. Yeah, Ryan, if, he's got, if he's got another game, then he might as well. Yeah, that, that's oh, yeah. the question, Ryan. Is, is if he plays one more, he's fine. But uh, do we save him and play him in that bowl game? Yeah, I was just talking in general about, yeah. you know, do we play him the rest of the way? You know, yeah. that, that was that was my yeah. thing. Um all right, so thank you all for listening to our second main talking point of the day. We still have a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to do predictions, giveaway, but next we have the duel. We'll be right back. Trident Hydro Clean, your exterior home cleaning professionals, house, roof, driveway, concrete, gutters, and much more. Trident Hydro Clean, 865 363 8815. They've been in business for five years. And they have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Facebook rating. Call Jacob today. Give your house, driveway, and or patio the care it deserves. 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and an amateur cleaning. That's 865-363-8815. All right, and we're back. We're on you, Edith. <laughs> Next, we have the duel presented by Premier Excavation. Thank you, Travis and Tori Duncan, for sponsoring this segment. Spur and the Spank are going to battle it out over a few tough questions. Uh, Corbin won the belt last week, and he took Man, it home. Get from it. Then he don't show up tonight. So he's going to pay the shipping when one of us wins it. I seen Corbin wearing a black Waltberg Bulldog jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that just makes him a, a champion for life with a five-star heart, don't it? All right. So um, these two are going to go at it for five questions. Let me know in the comments who you think is winning the duel, and we'll tally up the votes, and the winner gets bragging rights and hopefully a belt from Corbin before long. Question one, who wins the national championship football season this year? Sperm, I'm going to let you go first on this one. You are the man with the most reins. You know, of the Vols Deep Championship? I was going to let you go first on this one, but since you're letting me go first, I'm going to go outside the box, and I'm going to take Washington to win the national championship. I love Michael Phoenix. I love what Washington's doing out That's there on the pick. West Coast. I think that they have the offensive firepower to beat anybody right now. Uh, it will tickle me to death to see someone different win it, someone other than one of these power schools like Bama, Georgia, Ohio State. So my pick right now and who I'm cheering for is Washington. 
And you know what? That That's a good pick, and I love that pick. It's a great pick, but that's also a Cinderella pick. But you know also what happens to Cinderella teams? Their dreams come to die. And I'm sorry, but the guys in the red and black, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And yeah, Georgia they might have struggled throughout Georgia's, the year, but they have shown why they are the man. They have stayed around. They have not lost. Yes, have they shown signs? But you know what? They have fixed them signs, and they have adjusted all year long. And Brock Bowers, he's back and healthy. I don't like him, but I will tell you this. I'm not a Georgia fan by any means, but I will tell you, Kirby Smart's speech do get me fired up, even though he gets a little crazy sometimes. I'll, I'll tell you what, Spiky. That Georgia-Alabama SEC championship game is going to be mm-hmm. one hell of a ball game it this will, year. It will, too bad I will not be watching it because I'll be getting ready for a show on December the 2nd. But that's beside the point. But I am going with the University of Georgia to win the national championship. I just wonder if Alabama was to beat Georgia in the SEC championship, do they leave Georgia out of the playoffs? Because there's only, that's a big, only four teams that could get in. And right now – my pick for the SEC champion is right now, at this very moment, Alabama. And it's crazy to think everybody counted Alabama out right after the South Florida tell you, game. Everyone counted them out, left them for dead. What's What's crazy? This may be Nick Saban's best overall coaching job. Oh yeah, all these he's had years, to coach his team. So Alabama's playing great. Georgia's playing really good. We Nick's, can't say they're not. To me, if Nick Saban does not win Coach of the Year, there's something up here. And I get you could say, oh, he's and, always got, but this year he is the coach of the year and, from what he's and done. I, with I him. can't stand him. I, I hate Alabama, but give credit where credit's due. Uh, they've they've turned the corner and they look tremendous. Uh, SEC's got two teams that could win the national championship. There's no doubt. Has this football season been a disappointment so far? No, I don't think so. I think what it. It matters how you look at it, disappointment-wise. Like, compared to last year, yes, it, it's a step down. But, no, it's not disappointing. Like, it's been roller coasters, ups and downs, ups and downs. But in order to enjoy the ride, you got to take the downhill slope. you got to go through the bad times in order to enjoy the really good times. So, to me, I, I think it's been a pretty good season so far. Listen, on the, ride, better. on the ride home from Missouri, I, I patted some friends on my back. I patted you on the back, Luke. I patted Josh on the back and said, we are blessed beyond measure to get to enjoy this game of football. Uh, are we are we disappointed in some of the results? Absolutely, we are. Uh, you know, it, it it sucked at times, but at other times it's been great. Overall, though, you asked me something. I think it was on one of these dual questions back about episode six. What would be a disappointment for you on this season? And my answer was losing to Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. We lose all three of those, it'll be a disappointing season. Well, guess what? I remember that answer. We've lost to two of those three, and Georgia's right on our tails, and it doesn't look good. So if we lose this game Saturday, unfortunately for me, this season will be a disappointment. I like that answer. I remember remember that answer, and I like your answer now. All right, what came first, the chicken or the egg? I have. I wrote this down in my notes because I was very busy. Copy and pasting. No, look, I, I have this. I have this theory. Are you ready for this? The earth's flat, so the egg had to come first. Well, that's what I, I agree with. The yeah. egg came first because if there had not been no egg, there had been no chicken. Chickens are birds that we know that birds evolved from reptiles. So we can say that the first bird hatched not from an egg, but was laid by a reptile. It sounds very similar, I know. So to me, the egg came first. So are you saying some lizard and some funky-looking bird ended up 
Yes. Yeah, and, they, they, they and, got the nasty, I got and, the and dirty on. They got funky like a monkey. They, 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 <laughs> Edith can explain it probably better than I can, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where where it just it just happened. Out pops an egg, and out of the egg popped a chicken, and the rest is history. Now KFC's made billions of dollars off That's that. That's right. Egg comes first on this flat earth. Egg comes first. Mm-hmm. I think we both agree with that Matthew one. If Corbin says, was here, he'd, he'd be like, oh, I think that chicken. <laughs> Matthew says the earth is flat. Nah, he's wrong. It is. All right. Go quit. look at the North Star. It never moves. Question four. What is your most favorite thing about Dolly Parton? <laughs> well, here we go. The perv is. Yeah. Do do we really have to? Hey, look, I'm not going to go with the obvious here, everybody. I'm not going to address the elephant in the room, but I'm going to go with all the charity work she does, all the community outreach, all 100%. the community outreach she does with the children's books. You know, then you got Dollywood, and that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the positive side here. I'm not going to think of what everybody is. Thinking. Coach okay. Ryan Jackson said it. You're not. You're not going to talk about her assets. <laughs> no, I want to. But I'm you broke your ink pen. He's breaking pins thinking about it. Daggum, Listen, thank you. Dolly is an absolutely icon of our generation and a generation before. She's pushing eighty years old and still going strong. <laughs> uh, she's a she's a true American she's the queen. Yeah, of she Tennessee. is. She's the queen of America. Let's oh, yeah. get it right. Dolly is the queen. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing to hate about Dolly. She's as genuine as they come. Might be fake in looks in in other areas, but uh, you know it doesn't get any better. She's helped millions of kids and, and donated millions of dollars, and then has turned Sevier County into one of the biggest tourist areas in the country, no doubt. Tennessee profits off of. Her name, image, and likeness, NIL. Oh, one. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're thankful to have Dolly here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> we got we to gotta vote for her hair. Uh, of course, Ryan Jackson, Ryan Jackson said it. Uh, Alma says every effing thing. Uh, Matthew says don't say Dollywood. I mean, she don't even own ownership in it. Yes, she does. She does own partial ownership in the Hershner's group. Dwayne Fulbright says go dogs. Sorry, guys. Love you, but have to. Uh, Alma says our, Dolly's interviews are uh, her or his favorite. Not sure who Alma is uh, <laughs> on YouTube. Hey, Dolly did say one time what her biggest pet peeve was. Have y'all heard it? She said, not many people notice, but I have a nice ass, too. She said, that's her you, pet you peeve. Ever, have you ever been in the same room as Dolly? No, never have. Oh, my God. She's like four foot nothing. Really? She is tiny. Really? I mean, just tiny. Yeah, she... she She's 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 tiny. <laughs> All right, last question: Does Josh Dobbs ruin the Broncos' win streak Sunday night? What kind of question is this? No, he doesn't. I get Josh Dobbs. He he's the next flash in the pan. He's doing really good right now, and I'm very happy for him. But look, this game. It, it's the Broncos all the way. We're playing well as a team, as a whole. Josh Dobbs learning the offense. It's going to catch up to him. The Bron- I got the Broncos big this Sunday. Josh Dobbs is riding a high right now. The Minnesota Vikings are riding a high. That high is going to continue mm-hmm. this Sunday night because Josh Dobbs is not only playing 
for a good team. Josh Dobbs is on an excellent team right now. The Minnesota Vikings are stacked from top to bottom. They have one of the most high-powered offenses in the NFL. They got an offensive line that protects the quarterback. They got a good run game. They got an excellent pass game. They got a tight end who's just as good as Travis Kelsey right now. The Minnesota Vikings are going to places, guys. Josh Dobbs is going to be a starter in the playoffs this year. And I can't he wait might. to see. It. And but he's going to beat. Sunday. He's going to beat those Denver Broncos. No, he ain't. No, yeah, we are riding high. Josh Dobbs is better than Russell Wilson. Mark it down. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I breathe, breathe, uh, breathe. And you know what? I'd love to have Josh the Vikings Dobbs. can win without what? a quarterback too, though. And, and you mean the thing about Josh Dobbs too, which I love about him, more than likely, he's got a better shot at being in a Broncos uniform next year than being in a Minnesota Vikings uniform next year. Because let's face it here, it doesn't matter how good he does, he is now labeled as the guy to hold the place and hold the shoes of Kirk Cousins when he comes back. And let's be honest here, everybody. Josh Dobbs will do very good this season. He will. But he will be with a new team next year because he has that label on him right now. This is Kirk Cousins' team, and it will be. I, I'm not so sure of that, guys. I'm not sure of that, Spanky. I'm not so sure that that, that Minnesota's falling in love with Josh Dobbs. They're in love with him. They sure. are in love with him. The NFL's in love with Josh Kirk, Dobbs. Kirk's kind of getting up there, too, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Kirk's he's, getting he's up been there. injured quite a bit. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they could keep Josh Dobbs on a, on a mid-level, you know, starting quarterback range, and he might even still be their number two, but uh, one of number two to have. Should still be with the Titans, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, let us know who won the duel in the comments, please. We'll tally up these votes. We've got a tie right now between Spur and Spanky. Miranda voted for me 22 times. <laughs> I don't think we can count that one. Uh, Matthew says that Dobbs will beat the Broncos. Um, Dwayne Fulbright says Dobbs will beat the Broncos. Coach Jackson says Dobbs is going places. Matthew says Russell Wilson is going down. I'm going to buy me a, a Minnesota Vikings jersey before People, it is my birthday tomorrow. East. Today is the last day of me being 23 you know, Michael Jordan years old, everybody. So we, we, may be, we may be in Tennessee. We may have our Titans in Nashville. But East Tennessee is turning purple real quick. No, I don't, I don't. No, I hate the color purple. You'll never see me wear the color purple. Never. I still want to see it next year. I want to see the Minnesota Vikings with Josh Dobbs against the, De the Detroit Lions with Hidden Hooker. You that will never great. see me wear dream color purple. I, I don't care how good Josh Dobbs does. All right. I just hate Pastronaut, Josh Dobbs. Hey, the Pastronaut's going to leave this flat earth. <laughs> All right, big thank you to Premier Excavation for sponsoring the duel. Hit a commercial, and we'll be right back with our keys to the game. Do you have dreams about what your property could be? Whether it's driveways, ponds, septic, new home construction, or even forestry mulching, let us earn your business and make your property dreams come true. Call Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses that support you. Again, that's Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. All right, and we're back. Next, we've got our Keys of the Game presented by DNM Fence Company. Georgia comes into our house this Saturday. Uh, the Tennessee Volunteers versus the Georgia Bulldogs. Neyland Stadium, CBS, 3.30 kickoff, 71 degrees. Georgia's a 10-point favorite. ESPN gives Georgia a 69.3% chance to win this game. Let's hit our keys to the game. Let's start with offense. 
Offensive keys of the game is play our game. Uh, throw the kitchen sink at them. Uh, do everything you can to win. Don't hold back nothing. That's, that's right. You got nothing to lose here. Nothing to lose. But what I would do from the smart side of it, keep the offense on the field as much as you can. Yep. Get that Georgia offense off of the field. Get Brock Bowers off the field. Uh, get time of possession. Control clock. No, um, no live ball penalties. We can't. Yeah. We can't get behind the chains on this one. We can't be getting third and eight and third and ten, third and twelve. Nope. We we got to stay. If we're gonna be in third down, we got to stay within third and five. You know, we got to start hot and stay hot, hot the whole game. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, hey, now. You, I, we, I caught him what you was putting down right there. Uh, can we just say score? Yeah. <laughs> um, offensive line has to be a hundred times better than they were last week. Got to convert on third downs. No turnovers. Had three last week. Um, we had, like we said earlier, there's nothing to lose here. Just if we have to air it out, air it out. Can't get discouraged if yes. it doesn't go right. We just leave it all on the table. Literally, there's nothing to lose. Have, have pride, man. And uh, what about on defense? Defense, we got to get off the field on third down. Oh yeah. Uh, we had we had to contain the quarterback. We had to contain the run. Uh, we keep saying bend but don't break, but <laughs> literally that's exactly what we have to do. We Ada. we. Edith says that she, uh, she caught you thinking about her spur. Well, thank you, Edith. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> hey, vote for me to do it if I greatly appreciate that. I'll take care of you. Yeah. Do you want to give your defense? Defense, uh, like Spur said, we got to get off, get off the field, uh, let our offense be on the field, uh, contain Brock Bowers when we can, contain uh, Carson Beck, um, but just, just stop them, defense. Just stop them. Yeah, got to contain Bowers. The secondary is going to have to be great. Linebackers are going to have to be smart. Um, they're going to have to play on a totally new level for us to be successful. Um, no over-pursuing, no more bad reads. We over-pursue, and then we start under-pursuing, then we look slow. So our linebackers are going to have to be great. Um, just pin their ears back, and let's just get after uh, that Napoleon Dynamite-looking quarterback, man, and just have fun. Like there's nothing. Yeah, that's to it. Have fun out there, guys. Uh, special teams. I mean, Jackson Five Ross. Minutes. Jackson Ross just had to continue doing what he's doing. We're going to punt the ball. Some the no fake doubt. punt. The <laughs> fake coming. punt. It's coming. First time of the game. That's, I mean, that's all we can do is just just. Georgia's going to be expecting it though. You know they are. Could you imagine yeah. that fake punt and he takes it to the house? Can you I, imagine I how see it. I want to see it. You know you be? you know it's there. But, of course, Georgia knows it's there, too. Yep, 100%. Let's hit uh, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other, presented by C&D Tire in Oak Ridge. We'll hit five crazy stories, and then uh, we'll guess, or you two will guess, which state that it happened in just based off the headline. Uh, number one, band director tased and arrested for not stopping during band performance. Band director tased and arrested for not stopping during the band performance. I'm going with Georgia on this one. They got some prideful football, high school football. Uh, sounds like something would happen in Georgia. This happened in Alabama. Alabama. A band director was tased and arrested when he disregarded police requests to stop his band's performance after a high school football game. According to the Birmingham Police Department, the incident occurred Thursday following a win by minor high school at P.D. Jackson Olin High School in Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham police officers started clearing out the stadium when the game ended and noticed both schools' bands were still performing. Um, 
<laughs> Thurman Fitzgerald in a statement officer spoke with both band directors, directors and asked them to stop playing music so students and attendees would leave the game. Uh, the, so officers the, the, coaches. the officers attempted to take the band director into custody for disorderly conduct when a physical altercation ensured the band director um, and uh, uh, Birmingham City School System personnel and uh, the the police officers uh, they end up tasing the band director and he was uh, I guess he just resisted arrest and they he pushed an officer allegedly so yeah he was tased and arrested for you know his band play so he was technically kidnapping them kids if he did not let them leave on on top of that he would never make a football game in early if it went to twenty two overtimes they officers wouldn't have had a problem with that yeah. let the band play. Let's let them play. Uh, man robs store for $1 for health reasons. Oh, I've seen this kind of story before. Man robs store. I can tell you what happened here. Man robs store for $1 for health reasons. This probably happened in Florida, and I'm going to say that he robbed it for $1 in an attempt to go back to prison because he got free health care in prison. That's a good point. You're saying other? Yeah, you I said Florida? Other. Yeah. This happened in North Carolina. Got it, North Carolina. James Verone uh, left his home, took a ride to a bank, and carried out a robbery. Uh, he wrote a, the clerk a check and said, this is a bank robbery. Please only give me $1. Uh, he then sat in the corner <laughs> of the bank and having told the clerk, I'll be sitting right over there in the chair waiting for the police. Uh, before the robbery... Um, Verone, 59-year-old, sent a letter to and said, when you receive this bank robbery, uh, will have been committed by me for $1. I'm of sound mind, but have not so much sound body. He invited the paper to send a reporter to interview him in the Gaston County Jail, where he's now in custody facing charges of stealing from a person um, for $1. So uh, he told the paper he lost his job 17 years, or... As he lost his job after 17 years at Coca-Cola and uh, lost his health insurance. Um, he had increasing pain in his disc, arthritic joints, uh, gammy foot, and growth on his chest. Since being in jail, he has attained his goal, and uh, he's been seen by nurses and uh, has all of his appointments booked for the doctors. Yep. Seen it happen more than once. That's crazy. Look at him over there. Oh, you don't know what's going on. No, I'm, re I'm <laughs> reading more about this band director being tased. <laughs> hey, hey, true, so fascinating. Truth be it? told, I it, it, that's crazy though. I work in that environment. You know, some of those people that's incarcerated get better coverage, health wise, and then they have more rights person. than the people on the outside. If you think and about I'm, it, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't take care of them because it's a big part of it. But you know, they can go see a uh, the clinic. Any daddy want to just about it. Sign sign a piece of paper, pay three dollars. It's unreal. Number three, man breaks a river levee, floods the land, blows up gas station to keep his wife away from him while he wow. while he parties. This happened a while back, long time ago. Wow. Uh Coldfield, Tennessee. Uh no. now I'm gonna go river. with uh, river, uh, Doak, Tennessee. Louisiana River. And a man, man, I'm gonna go Mississippi, Tennessee River. I said Louisiana. Louisiana. This happened in Missouri. 
A little close. Uh, James, right y'all going to have to look into this. You want to see something crazy. Uh, James Scott was coming home from work, and he wanted to party. He decided to damage a river levee so his wife was stuck and could not cross the river to get to him. <laughs> the river about. ended up flooding 14,000 acres, damaging houses, property, businesses, and Damn. making a gas station explode. He was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, wow. <laughs> he ain't partying anymore. Oh, yeah. He ain't partying oh, no more. Oh, my rowdy he, he friends. M-I-Z in prison now. <laughs> Two siblings were arrested after confessing to having intercourse inside oh, Alabama. Inside Alabama. You gonna let me finish? Well, I don't think we need to. Two siblings arrested after confessing to having intercourse inside of a tractor trailer parked in a church parking lot. Alabama. Don't even. Is it even a question? Uh, just because it's Georgia week. Give me Georgia. This happened in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, my. Uh, I got that wrong. <laughs> they responded to a call, someone lurking in the area around 4.30 a.m. Eventually ha- uh, happened upon a 20-year-old, Christopher Buckner, and uh, her 25-year-old half-brother, Timothy Savvy. Oh. Uh, to have oh. Savvy explained that he was walking into Buckner's home, but through conversation, police learned the two were siblings who just finished having intercourse in a church parking wait, wait. lot. Are we sure it's not brothers? Because Christopher and Timothy, you know. I guess it is brothers. My bad. Well, you know, I, I've known some girls named Chris. Were they girls? I think. But Christopher, you know, it didn't. Yeah, mm. I don't know. But anyway, Countryside Baptist Church. Uh, they confessed to having intercourse three times in the church parking lot. Oh. Uh, their incest reportedly fueled by viewings of the notebook, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which for record has now been uh, tainted. Uh, oh. They were charged with prowling, sodomy, and incest. Oh. So, yep, it's brothers. Yeah. Wow. Coach Ryan Jackson's half doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. You can say that if you want uh, Last one, an anti-gay rights senator arrested for driving drunk from a gay bar. They have it in Florida. Yeah, Florida. Florida. It's happened in California. Oh, well, okay. Uh, (laughs) Roy Ashburn's uh, story is special. Uh, The senator was arrested Wednesday morning for driving drunk from a gay club with a man in the car with him. None of this would be especially noteworthy. If Ashburn hadn't consistently opposed legislation uh, meant to approve or did not approve of the gay community, Ashburn took the opportunity to acknowledge later on that he is gay, <laughs> and he now voices the support for the gay community. We don't get political, but I just thought that was funny. Well, okay. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> you ain't got no, you ain't got no laws for us today. No, didn't look up any Georgia laws. No Georgia laws. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks to C&D Tire in Oak Ridge for sponsoring that fun segment. Next, we're going to have our college and pro football pickums. Hey, y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. The C&D Tire Pros are your go-to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road, they've got a 4.8 out of 5-star rating, and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, hell, they'll even paint your back porch. 
I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together. We went to school together. We played football together. And he's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook. That's C&D Tire, 865-483-7455. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your man here, The Spank. Like myself, DNM Fencing are the best in the business today. They can install wood, chain link, vinyl, picket, composed metal, barbed wire, heck, bring them bamboo sticks, and they can install them things for you too. DNM Fencing, do it right the first time. Their numbers are 865-435-4515 or 865-387-1026. Give my friend Ted a call today. That's DNM Fencing. I, I do have one for you, Luke. For you got one. Yeah, I got one. In Georgia, the flooring of adult bookstores must be smooth and non-absorbent. Wow. I'll leave you to wonder why that is. <laughs> no idea. Uh, so let's do our weekly predictions before we get to them. Though it's time for Spur to draw oh, out of the cup of misfortune. You know, this is this is a becoming a theme. Uh, I went to Florida and misery, and I had to draw all this cup. Now I went to Missouri, misery, and I'm having to draw all this cup again. Here we go. Eventually, I'm gonna have to do some of these, you know. Oh, we've got a we've got a lot to do. Spur can either do this or he has to donate twenty five dollars to charity. What do we got, big dog? Embarrassing social media post picked by panel. <laughs> I'm glad that wasn't me. So, you down? <laughs> so we'll we're gonna see have what to, it is. We're at the vote. Got to come up with something funny. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Starting to get ideas. All right. So you're gonna do it. We're getting, Spurs gonna have to let us pick a funny, embarrassing social media post to put on his on we'll his Facebook page. Edith says she can help with that. I bet Edith can. <laughs> All right, so let's do our weekly predictions. Uh, then we'll talk about our giveaway. Our record so far in first place is Corbin going 74 and 38 on the year. I'm in second place going 73 and 39. Cor or sorry, um, dang. Spurs third place, 71 and 41. And then Spanky is last place, 70 and 42. You ready? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. We'll have to get Corbin to send his votes in. Oh, before we get there, Spur is the winner of the duel. Oh. Bring me my you, belts, you uh, Corbin. Lost it on your, yeah, Corbin still got the I belt. I lost it on the last day of being 23 years old. I, I am just shocked right now. Corbin, if you're listening. Corbin, you owe me my belt. We need the belt, and we need your picks, both. All right, game one, Georgia at Tennessee. I think I'm going to have to go, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to go with the red and black team on that one. We're not good enough to beat Georgia right now. I'm taking Georgia. I've also got Georgia, unfortunately. Uh, game two, Washington at Oregon State. I'm going with the Adidas school, the purple school. My national championship pick, Washington. 
I've also got Washington as well. Game three, Kansas State at Kansas. I'm going to go with Kansas. I'm going to give them some love to the Fighting Jayhawks, another Adidas school. It's a really good game. It's a rivalry game. For whatever reason, Missouri still hates Kansas, uh, as we found out standing in the stands. But I am picking Kansas at home. That's the only reason. I don't know. But they chanted "fu" to them a whole lot. They did. Okay. I'm gonna go Kansas State. I'm pulling, going, going Kansas State. Game four, North Carolina at Clemson. I'm gonna go with uh, North Carolina on this one. Bring Dabo back down. Uh, you know what? Not so fast, Spanky. Oh, I think well. I think Clemson is due for this one. It's at home, and I think it's their last big hurrah. And I think they're gonna play for pride, as we just keep saying. So I'm taking Clemson to win this game. I as well wanted to go North Carolina, but I'm picking Clemson. Game five, Utah at Arizona. I'm going to go with the fighting Utes on this one. I like Utah and I like Arizona both, but uh, I've cheered for Utah all year, so I'm going to continue that, Utah. I've got Utah as well. Getting into the NFL now, game six, Steelers at Browns. Uh, it's hard for me. I'm going to go with the Browns in this one. It's a huge rivalry game. Uh, it's always hard-nosed smash valve football. Uh, the Browns pulled off a miracle win against the Ravens this past weekend, and I think they're going to win this one as well. I had the Browns until uh, Deshaun Watson is out. Oh, well. So I'm going Steelers. So Deshaun Watson's out. That could change things. He is out. Game seven, Vikings at Broncos. Let's ride, baby. Spanky took the Vikings. I like it. No, no, I didn't. So Vikings. Well, Spur took the Vikings. The Vol Daddy as well took the Vikings. Game eight, Eagles at Chiefs. How about those Eagles? Eagles? Yeah, I'm not going to go with how about them Chiefs. This game's tomorrow, is it not? I think it's the Thursday night game, yeah. It is tomorrow, so uh, let's talk about that in a minute. But I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. Didn't know it was not my fault. Uh, I got the Chiefs as well. I don't think that they're going to win in, at, at Chiefs' house. Uh, game nine, Titans, Jags. I'd like for the Titans to win, but I just think Trevor Lawrence and the uh, Jaguars are pretty hot right now. Yes, I love them, but the Titans are garbage. Give me the Jaguars. With the Jaguars as well. Game 10, Jets at Bills. Bills, I'm sorry that we had to do that to you, but you got to learn how to count. I think this week they'll learn how to count 12 men on the field, but uh, I'm going to go with the Bills. <laughs> That's what it was. I knew there was something. Yeah. Now you reminded me why I haven't done the game. Uh, uh, the, the Bills, man, I don't know what's up with them. They're, they're, they're struggling bad. I, I think they're better than the Jets, but uh, it's going to be close. Give me the Bills. Got a feeling. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, It's an Jets. absolute must win for the Bills. To have any shot at the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I'm going Jets. I just, just, just got a feeling. All right. Total number of points scored Tennessee versus Georgia. I've got 65. Got like a 45 20 type game. I'm going to go 41. I'm going to go with a 27 to 24. I don't have a score prediction. Give me 55 points. 55 points. All right. And we'll get with Corbin and we'll get his. Uh, Spur, let the listeners know one more time how to enter this giveaway. We're going to put these games minus the Chiefs-Eagles game. We'll pick a different NFL game. But on Facebook, unless you've already done it. Luke, have you already done it? So we're going to put 10 games on Facebook on the Vols Deep podcast page. Get your picks in before the first kickoff on Saturday morning. 
and the winner will receive the gift card and basketball card. What, what you got? Football cards and baseball cards and some decals. So some decals. We're getting about fifty picks in a week. We appreciate all the support. That's right. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to us, whether it's live or after we publish this on our live. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Growing fast on all of our accounts. So uh, we appreciate y'all. And uh, next time y'all see me, I'll be. Beat those dogs old. Saturday. Go Vols, baby. <laughs>